What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Sofa Sports Podcast. In today's episode, we have a special one for you. Special guest joining us as well. I'm Tyler Jewell, joined as always by my co-host, Reed Dank. Reed, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Let's get ready for tone here. Our special guest, Anthony, joining us today on the podcast to talk about the Aaron Rodgers Jets news. Anthony, how are you doing today? Good. Uh, I'm ready to get into it. Today, Aaron Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show and said some interesting things. We're going to dive into it, give you our opinions on it. Well documented, at the end of the season, Aaron went into the darkness. He came out saying 90% he was going to retire, 10% he was going to come back and play. And after that, his mind changed. Now it sounds like there's potential for him to continue to play, but it is not going to be with the Packers. If Aaron Rodgers were to go to your team, Anthony, how would you feel about that? I would be pretty excited. I think the Jets need a different quarterback situation. Obviously, Zach Wilson isn't it. The draft picks haven't worked out in the past. I, I like the idea. Even though he's older, I'm okay with that because I like the idea of having a veteran quarterback with experience. He's got a Super Bowl I think he'd be a really good role model for a lot of the young guys on the team, and I think they could actually have a very good season with him as quarterback as well. Definitely a lot of potential to be had. I think going into the podcast and into the week, everyone was unsure what was going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. There's a lot of rumors circulating. And then towards the beginning of the podcast, he said that he has already made his decision, and it's just a matter of clearing everything up. And then he said he would like to play for the Jets. It's just the compensation that needs to be worked out. What's your thoughts on this, Reed? I don't love it for a future perspective of what the Jets have going on, but in the current standing, it's a great move. Um, I think you get a quarterback that, while up there in age, still has some potential and some upside. But we talked about it the other day. I don't think the Jets' offensive line is quite there yet to protect any quarterback. I think they still have some room for improvement. But it's still a move for the current as opposed to the future. And assuming that Brees Hall's healthy, he's got a great running back behind him, much like him and Aaron Jones. So th- there is some likability to that factor. And he's getting his boy, Alan Lazard. He, uh, he also signed with the Jets not that long ago. So there's clearly some kind of standing or mark between the two of them I had I had to feel, um, and including Rodgers' list of players that he would like to, wish list he'd like to have with players in his team and, and the Jets. So hopefully uh, in, the, in the soon, you know, soon Cummings, we can see Aaron Rodgers out of the NFC North. Uh, we want him gone. We want nothing to do with him. I hope he perishes to uh, to another division that can hopefully see what he provides. Yeah, I think this move is about right now as opposed to the future, which makes it tough to determine how much capital to give up for him. And that sounds like what is holding up the deal right now. I mean, I think it's hard to tell what's fair because he's only going to be here for a season or two. What do you think would be fair, Anthony, as a Jets fan? You don't want to give up everything just for this guy for a season or two. What do you think would be fair value? I think since the Packers are looking to get rid of him and he's looking to leave the Packers, I don't think we should give up any top prospects or anything like that. I, I, I think some draft picks and maybe some lower-level guys would be fine, and I honestly think that the Packers would be willing to do that because, like I said, uh, it sounds like they're trying to get rid of him. I don't think there's really much that we need to give up to get him. At least that's what it seems like from the outside. I think that's fair. I think that one first-round pick would be too much as it is because I think that the Packers have made it very clear that they're parting ways with him. Another interesting thing, we are all watching the Pat McAfee show today, and Aaron Rodgers said that 
Adam Schefter texted him, somehow got his number, and he responded, lose my number. I think that was pretty baller. Definitely. <laughs> no. No? No. How come? Nothing Aaron Rodgers done, does is baller. I think he's a total loser. One Super Bowl and like eight attempts in the playoffs. Congrats. He is the longest tenured player in Packer history, as he noted. And he also said it was up for debate that he might be the best player in Packers history. As a Lions fan, you know firsthand. Is, is he the best player in Packers history? No, Favre. It's not even close. He could follow a similar path as Brett Favre and swap teams. I think it's just really interesting. I think it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I mean, how far do the Jets go if they acquire Aaron Rodgers? I think they have a legitimate shot at making the playoffs, and that would be a huge step in the right direction because uh, I think it's been since, what, 2010 since the Jets have made the playoffs? It's been a while. It's the longest streak, I think, in NFL history. So, And we saw what they're capable of last year if they have a quarterback. It was It really, in my opinion, as a Jets fan, I think the main issue was that our quarterback play was terrible. And that was why like we won seven games and then lost like the last eight games something like that like and it, a lot of it was because the quarterback couldn't make simple throws and I think Aaron Rodgers with being in the league being a veteran I think he'll be able to make those simple throws and I know the young guys are going to get open for him I mean you guys got great wide receivers too and Reed has been able to see through the years what Aaron Rodgers can do until he gets to the NFC championship game Reed will he be able to get past that hurdle in the AFC if he's on the Jets. I don't believe so, no. I think this is still a mid-rebuilding New York Jet team that wants to see this entrance. I don't think Rodgers gives them an entrance. I think you need a younger quarterback in your system. I would have rather seen them take another quarterback pick, despite Anthony wanting to hear that the trials of picks don't work. I'm sorry, one of them has to hit at some point in time, whether it's five years or 50 years. Somebody has to hit. I know you guys don't like that idea at all, but hey, here we are. There's no choice around it, and you guys are looking for agency. I really don't think this is a great pick, and I really don't think you have developed enough O-line for this. I would say that I don't expect them to go out there and win a Super Bowl or anything like that. What I'm hoping for and what I think most Jets are hoping for is a step in the right direction if they can make the playoffs, I think that would be incredible. And that, just to show the team what it's like to be in the playoffs and be in a playoff atmosphere, I think that would be extremely helpful for the future. Even if Aaron Rodgers is in here that long, the young guys can see what it's like, see what it's like to get there, and like know what the playoff experience is like and not want to give up that experience in the future. If, if I can express a very slight fear, my fear becomes I don't think that this is a a very playoff apt team yet. I, I, I know that they've tried to reach that plateau last year and got incredibly close. They just didn't hit the mark. Um, and so I think the big fear for me becomes we're, we're close, we're just not there, but I, I don't feel like this quarterback is set to completely take this team to the playoffs. I mean, I could be wildly wrong, and they wind up making a Super Bowl run. Um, I just I don't feel like that's the case. If you're going to do that, I think it comes off the back of Brees Hall and not Aaron Rodgers. I thought the way he looked flustered in the last four games of the season towards the end of it. He looked so beyond out of his comfort zone and out of out of his playability. I think that he's showing his age, and I, I don't want this to be a, a fallback move for the Jets because you guys had a great build-up season. I know Wilson held you back, but hey, I, I, I just I don't think that 
that Rodgers is the move. I think you guys should have gone through the draft. hate to be that person. So one thing I will say, I see what you're saying where they couldn't be a playoff team. The one thing, I think they're a playoff team. If the, it, it all depends on if, if they stay healthy, and that, that's, an, that's been another issue. I think if they stay healthy, they can make the run for the playoffs. If you get a whole bunch of players hurt, I, I even with Aaron Rodgers, I would agree. I don't think they're making the playoffs if they have a lot of injuries. I think it's really going to depend on if the, if the star players can stay healthy enough. There was a lot of bad luck last year with injury bugs, though. I, I, let's just tell it like it is. I don't, I don't think a lot of those injuries were prompted. I think it just kind of appeared in the middle of a game, and, and no, one, no one meant to get hurt, but it just happened. So so that, that happens with every franchise, though. So that, that happened with the Lions two years ago. I had no momentum just because everyone was hurt, so we tried to build a team and just couldn't really field one. Yeah, I think at the moment the Jets are trying to build a roster around Aaron Rodgers that, I mean, maybe one season, two seasons, they can be really good. And I think that there's a lot of potential. Um, obviously, we've heard Aaron Rodgers' laundry list of players that he wants, including Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, Mercedes Lewis, and so on. He did say that that was not true, but Alan Lazard is a big signing for them. I think that that's a good start. Pair him with Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. I think the offense is looking strong. How do you feel about the Alan Lazard signing? I like it. I'm okay with Alan Lazard. He's still young enough where I think it's good. They ha- he already obviously has good connection with Rodgers. It could help the offense. I don't think it's necessarily what they needed right away because I think their receivers are actually good enough as it is. But it's not a bad thing to have him. And if Rodgers comes, which it looks like he most likely will then it'll be someone that he's familiar with and it'll probably help the transition be a little bit more comfortable coming to a new team. So I, I, I'm okay with that signing. I like that. You like that? You like that? Um, no, I don't. Um, I, I think Lazard's a, a good wide receiver. I, I don't think that you really gain a bunch of traction with that, though. I think you have three or four pretty sustainable wide receivers on top of what you've already had going on and, and that of um, Garrett Wilson. And I think a lot of this young, like Elijah Moore types, I, I think you can you can fit him in for sure. And the more numbers is not bad, but he's not a groundbreaking, he's going to be your number one wide receiver. No, I think Garrett Wilson's that, and I think he's looking for that, so... I don't think you can take him out of that position, really. Yeah, I think Garrett Wilson's still the number one guy, but I think Alan Lazard is a fantastic number two, and I think that their wide receiving group could be one of the best in the league, especially with Aaron Rodgers throwing to them. But at that point, do you need to add Randall Cobb or do you need to add Mercedes Lewis? Like, just seems a little extra. Absolutely not. Those guys are too old. I haven't heard their names in who knows how long. Aaron Rodgers said today on the Pat McAfee show that that list was kind of wrong anyways. I don't think he needs Randall Cobb and Mercedes Lewis, and I think he even said Odell on there, which... He did say Odell. Which, Odell is a bit of a younger guy, but I wouldn't want Odell either. He comes with too much drama and all of a bunch of other crap. No, you don't. You don't need that extra payroll. Why? Why would you even waste your money and and, and three million dollars in cap space on three players who are defunct and old? Um, not to say that they weren't good in their prime. There's no question that those guys were. But more than anything else, I, I mean, I I think we do have to relook. I I don't think that Lazard's number two. I think that Elijah Moore still put, holds a lot of upside at, at number two. I know that you like that connection, the Green Bay stuff, but I think Elijah Moore is going to try and work Alan Lazard too for that number two spot. I know that they have their connection in the past, but that does not imply that that number two spot's not open. I'm sure he will try to, but I think that 
Aaron likes his guys, and I think you know Moore could play as well as he can. But I think it's still going to be Alan Lazard at two, and if he might have the most receiving yards on the team, that wouldn't surprise me either because he's going to be he's going to be looking to him, and it's going to be I think it's going to be between him and Garrett Wilson. It's going to be like when Antonio Brown was playing for the Steelers, and then he had Juju behind him. Juju played fantastic, and you know because Antonio Brown was just getting double covered. So I think it could be. A situation like that, all their wide receivers out on the field are going to be fantastic. But, you know, Reed said that they need to build up the offensive line a little bit, which I think is fair. What else do they need to do to build around this team? I think offensive line, I actually think the offensive line, I'm going to go back to staying healthy. Mekhi Becton, if he can stay healthy, good. Elijah Vera Tucker, if he can stay healthy, that's pretty solid start for the offensive line. They could use some other people, but that's two guys right there that are pretty good. good. They could have some defensive linemen, I think. I think mm-hmm. they need their pass rushing is good with Quinnen Williams, but he's about the only guy. Backfield's pretty good. Their Sauce Gardner is obviously really good. Uh, even their other guys are decent. Defense looked defense was definitely their strong suit last year. On offense, we already talked about talked about the receivers. I think maybe a tight end. They could probably use a tight end. I don't know how. That might not happen this year, but eventually I think they could get a better tight end. Uh, other than that, I don't think it's too bad, honestly. First pick in the draft for the Jets is the 13th overall pick. Who should they draft? What position should they go, at least? Yeah, I, I think the Jets would be best suited with a guy at defensive lineman. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking more along the lines of, of uh, Pitt's D-lineman, Kalasia, can't he? Um, I think that he's an absolute tank, and, and he brings a lot of um, a lot of explosiveness off the D-line that, that they're really looking for. He, he's a redshirt junior from Pitt, but they, they've liked this kind of Aaron Donald comparison to, to go off of where he broke the, the record of the 40-yard dash. Um, and, and while he's undersized, we understand that at only six foot one, still a tank at 280 pounds. But, but he, he is really, really, really difficult to, to at least grab, grab blocks on. And he, and he likes to shed blocks off from the O-line. So he is an explosive D-lineman. And I think that's who the Jets should be looking for, um, besides at least trying to at least look around at this kind of latter stage of free agency or maybe draft day for some O-tackles who can provide some blocking for Rod because outside of the two that we really mentioned, Vera Tucker as one example, I, I just think that they're beat on the left and right ends, and that's where Rodgers had real problems was when the right and left ends got to him, and he was really flustered, and, and the Lions proved exactly how, how you can beat him like that. Yeah, I would piggyback off of that. I think bolstering defensive line or offensive line could go very well either way, so I'm going to agree with Reed on that. I think that would be a good, smart choice for them get some type of lineman more specifically an, an O tackle at least in my opinion that yeah. at least hits the edges who can block the edges I, I'm not saying I, I don't want the Jets to be successful I just I really don't like how Rodgers got burnt by the end ending tackles and and that just wound up to being to his detriment so just something to at least consider if you if it comes to draft day and and the Jets look like they're trying to unload for for an O tackle yeah, I mean, with Aaron Rodgers back there, what they're going to have to give up and pay for him, you know, they want to keep him safe because the backup is going to be Zach Wilson, it looks like. In January, he said, quote, I'm going to make that dude's life hell and practice every day. He probably didn't know that that dude was going to be Aaron Rodgers. Now that it is, I would be, I'd be scared a little bit if I was Zach Wilson. I'm curious to see what he has to say. I don't know if he will say anything, at least not right now. Um... 
I don't think he's gonna cause issues. If he starts to cause problems, they should definitely try to get rid of him. You don't want someone like that in your locker presence. He already doesn't have a great locker presence to begin with. I mean, his his players, his players talk about they they enjoyed Mike. Take last year. They would go on social media and talk about how good Mike White was, and they never, no one ever said anything about Zach Wilson to begin with because he just wasn't getting it done. Dude, how about um, I thought it played really well at quarterback. That comment was so ugly, so ugly. Yeah, hopefully Zach Wilson does not see the field for the Jets this year. I think that that would be in everyone's best interest. Last season, the narrative for the Broncos was they hired Nathaniel Hackett to get Aaron Rodgers. This season, the Jets hire Nathaniel Hackett in hopes to get Aaron Rodgers again. Now it sounds like it is done. Does Nathaniel Hackett have any influence on this decision? For Rodgers, does, does that influence his decision? I think it does because they've had success together. When I originally found out Hackett, that they had hired Hackett, I was like, really? The guy that was the Broncos coach and who had a terrible offense when he was with the Broncos? But I think it makes a little bit more sense now that that it's like, okay, they're going after Rodgers. They've had success before. They know each other. They know how each other's minds work. I do like that decision now more than I think about it. We we just literally talked not like a day or two ago about how Jimmy G signing with the Raiders had an impact, and it played a little bit of a role because you kind of fit under that system, under the system of Josh McDaniels, yeah. I just I really think that you can go with someone who you've rolled with in, in in the past, and that might play a decision and role in it. It also might not have, and and he just liked the pay cut, and and he wanted at least the players and assets that he's had a little bit past with the Packers. And he likes that that idea or setup. So either either one of those things could have played into it, whether it was or wasn't. But yeah, I, th- I think when you have a structured coach who at least gave you some some props in the past and, and you clicked with well, that that definitely plays to your favor for sure. So one final question before we go: If Aaron Rodgers does get traded to the Jets, how far do the Jets go, and what's their record next season? I would hope they make it to the playoffs. I mean, you never know because it, it is the Jets. I don't think the record will be anything spectacular, but I'm hoping for at least above 500, maybe like one game above 500, two games above 500. Like 10 and 7, 9, Some, and, 9 and 8. Somewhere around there, yeah. Maybe they make it in as a wild card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think they have a little bit of a challenging schedule. A couple teams, especially playing the Bills twice, despite beating them uh, this last year, I still really don't like it. I think that's a very challenging schedule. And more moreover, I still I still think that there just needs to be more progression made. I don't I don't think that it's quite there yet. I think the D line is is really developed, but but you can't have strange injuries occurring that plague your whole team because if you have it the way it happened this year, I think you're about on pace for the same record you have in seven and ten. Uh, I thoroughly believe that. If anything changes with that this year, I, I really don't think it'll be more than maybe a one or two more, and you're sitting at at eight, nine, and zero, or maybe maybe even in the win column like the Lions, nine, eight, and zero. But I just like I said, I really really don't like this signing. I am going to disagree. I think that the Jets will for sure make the playoffs as a wild card team. I think the Bills still take that division, but I can see them getting to double digit wins with Aaron Rodgers. These young guys on this team, this might be you know, the best chance that they have to go for a run. I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to be even more than just on the field. I think he's going to be a huge off-the-field help, and nobody wants to disappoint Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's fantastic, and 
he'll yell at you if you do. So they're going to be a little scared as well. I think that they make the playoffs for the first time in forever. And I think it's going to be a good season for the Jets. They played well at points last season. So I think that there's potential. And if this happens, it will be fun to watch. Any last thoughts? Wow, if I'm the only one disagreeing, this is going to be like a real dodgeball. Like, I'm the one judge in the middle who has to be like, nope, nope, this this is an awful no for me. So watch this turn into like a Super Bowl run and you guys <laughs> win the Super Bowl. I, I disagree with you if they stay healthy. If they don't stay healthy, I don't. Th- I think they have a similar record to what they had last year. I think it, I keep saying it because I really do think it just depends on if the team stays healthy or not. Paul Hall needs to be healthy. That's that's for me. That's 100%. that if Hall is the make or break. Yeah, hopefully he comes back healthy. Obviously, the Ravens have dealt with some running back injuries, and it took them a lot of time to get back. So if he gets back a hundred percent week one, I mean, I think they're rolling. If not, it does throw a little, you know, a little something in there that's not ideal, but. You know, we'll have to see. Who's their backup running back? Michael Carter? Yeah, he had a pretty good year last year. Thank you guys for joining us in another episode of the Sofa Sports Podcast. Check us out on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and now YouTube. Until next time.